Welcome back. What explanation was given to Sean Payton? You know, now his seven-game playoff win streak is now snapped over the over the call. You know, like I said earlier, though, the same Sean Payton, a lot of things went bad that game. So, you know, shout-out to the Rams. But what was Sean Payton's explanation? It was simple. They blew the call. He said it should never have not been a call. They said not only was it interference, it was helmet to helmet. There were two calls. They just they couldn't believe it. So that was no. We spoke initially. Then I called to follow up, and the first thing Al said when I got on the phone, we messed it up. And uh, but we went to these league meetings, and we sit as an ownership group, and. We don't further evaluate the replay system. You know, there's just too much at stake. And it's, listen, it's a hard job for those guys because it's happening fast. But I don't know if there was ever a more obvious pass interference call that, you know, here it is, the NFC Championship game. So, Sean Payton's right about one thing. It's something that you'll probably never get over. I mean, it is tough. I mean, it is a bit of pill to swallow but they did have the ball in the red zone with time running out I mean he could have ran the ball instead of passing it there would have been a blown P.I. call said said one of his followers Drew Brees you know of course they're going to ask him how he felt about the defeat how he felt about the call Uh, where it seemed like everybody in the world saw it it's tough. How much did it affect you guys going to overtime? The lingering part of it, did, did that affect y'all at all? No, it didn't. It didn't. After that, listen, you're, you're going to play ball, you know, just like you would um, throughout the season when when something like that might happen or a call goes your way or it doesn't. Um, you, you, you're you on to the next play, right? You, you can't let it bother you. So it had no bearing on overtime, at least not for me. Drew Brees slinging the ball 26 for 40, 249 yards, two touchdowns, an interception versus the Rams. And it looks like he still has more gas in his tank, so the Saints will have to reset now. So what happens after a blown call? How lucky could have Johnston been when he fell? The ball just lands right on his stomach. Rams are moving on. I mean, the call sucks, but you know what? There was other things the Saints could blame besides that call. The call was just one of the things that didn't go right for the Saints, but a lot of them doings were the Saints' own problems. And then Rams, Greg Zerlin nails a 48-yarder to tie the game. Rams go on to win the game. What a P.I. call. Helmet to helmet hit. The commissioner can step in if you... I did a podcast. Check it out. Um, I think it's... I read the article off, but the commissioner won't step into something like this. Happy birthday to three-time Pro Bowler Stephen Davis. 
Shout out to him. And it looks like a lot of people are going to call for the rule changes to be changed again based on the playoff games this weekend. A lot of people, especially now after the, the Patriots get, get the coin toss, you know, a lot of times after the Patriots do things and win, a lot of people want to change the rules. I mean, but since the NFL overtime rule change, there's been about eight overtime playoff games. There's been seven wins by the teams that first possessed the ball from winning the coin toss. Of those seven wins, five of them were won off the first drive of the overtime, right? So, even though it's not fair, should it be changed? I mean, did the refs pull through to ruin another Super Bowl? There's a lot of legitimate questions. I mean, but you know what? The Falcon fans can watch the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you didn't blow a 28-3 lead, you can watch them in peace. But it got to be hot-wrenching for Atlanta to watch the Patriots in a Super Bowl in their own house. If they do change the overtime rule, why not just let them play out a quarter? Or why not just let each team get a possession? Right? If one team don't score, or if they score a field goal, the other team gets the ball. And they have a chance to score. If they don't score, it's over. And then what you do is you you do that. You let them start from the 20-yard line here. You put the ball down at at the 20-yard line. You let each team have their offensive drive. If the first team scores, you know, three to seven points, then the other team gets a chance to score from three to seven points. And, And I think you could fix the program right like that. But I don't see them fixing it anytime soon. It is what it is for a reason. Player safety, they don't want them playing five quarters in a game. Kansas City Chiefs fan, it looks like somebody really brought a laser pointer to the championship game and aimed it right at Tom Brady's face during several plays. A news photographer picked it up, um, edited on some, some film, but the NFL is actually investigating that someone brought a laser pointer used on Tom Brady Right before he was to snap the ball. And one of them came during an interception versus the Chiefs. Well, now it's been confirmed that the NFL security office is looking into the game between the Chiefs and the Patriots. That pushed the Patriots into the sixth Super Bowl in nine years. Their tenth overall since Bob Kraft owned the team. But they're investigating whether... It was a Chiefs fan or someone from the Chiefs office that was hitting Tom Brady with a laser pointer throughout some portions of the second half in Kansas City. But the accuracy of the laser part of the laser kind of it's kind of hard to believe that somebody up in the stands was doing it without being noticed, but the laser beam was first reported by KMBC William Joy Over on social media, it appears that the laser had been used at critical times in the game. It was not captured by CBS video camera, likely because of the timing, but Julian Edelman, when he muffed the punt, but also on replay, it was overturned by officials who got enough evidence to prove he didn't touch it. But they're saying that Brady was being, you know, they were shining laser pointers, was spotted while he was taking snaps on the play. 
in between a handoff to Sony Michelle. But cameras were still panning over the faces of the Chiefs and Patriot players at the time. But shocked and thrilled at the outcome of the review. As Brady was snapping the ball, it was actually, that's when they actually noticed it. But it still didn't help Kansas City. But since 2001, like Brady, Belichick, they've been totally phenomenal. Look at how many championships they went. Um, but the Patriots are minus one and a half, one and a half points versus the Rams, over and under, fifty-eight and a half points. I mean, a lot of people are saying that they'll never go against the Patriots and Tom Brady, Bill Belichick combination again. You always got to pick them to win. All sports handicap saying over a decade the Patriot opened as an underdog in the Super Bowl. With Las Vegas installing the NFC champion Rams as a one-point favorite over Tom Brady and Belichick in the Super Bowl. I mean, so the Patriots are opening as underdogs again. The title as an underdog didn't last long. Now the line's moving to Patriots minus one and a half at a lot of sports books. Um, the Westgate Sportsbook, the line looks like it's going back and forth between the Pats 1.5 and, and Patriots minus 2 in the initial minutes after the New England win over Kansas City. I mean, New England plays the underdog card well, but if they come close, if it closes out that they'll be the underdogs, it'll be the first time they've held the underdog in a Super Bowl since the last time they played the Rams in 2001. At the beginning of their dynasty run. But Tom Brady's first year as a starter when the Patriots shocked the greatest show on turf. The Rams were called Belichick and Brady's first Super Bowl together. The under over, I guess that's a bit shocking. It's set at 58 right now. I mean, which would be historically high, but the Patriots-Falcon matchup several years ago closed out at about 57. So, eh... 56 and a half, which was when the Colts and Saints met in the Super Bowl after 2009. I mean, if you look at New England Patriots' previous lines, they have appeared in, what, eight Super Bowls under Belichick, right, prior to the matchup against the Rams. There's five of them. They lost a couple to the Giants. I mean, I'll remind you, one to the Eagles last year. But this is the Patriots' ninth time in the Super Bowl under Brady Belichick. I mean, if you said that out loud, it just sounds a little ridiculous. Who would have ever thought? You look at the Patriots versus the Eagles. The Pats were big favorites against Nick Foles. Never bet against Nick Foles, right? Yeah, right. Against the Falcons, they were minus three. That was one of the greatest comebacks in game NFL history. The Pats were down, what, 28-3, to and they just came back and not only won, but they covered the spread. The Seahawks, it was a pick game, another great game, and one that ended with a Malcolm Butler interception on Russell Wilson. That really could have swung either way. Obviously, Brady and company figured a way to cover and win also. Now, New England Patriots versus Giants game one. Patriots minus 12 and a half versus the Giants. 
David versus Goliath situation. This is when they were undefeated Patriots team. We all know what happened there. Part two, Patriot Giants, Patriots minus three. And I don't have to tell you what happened there. When the Patriots played the Eagles, minus seven to the Eagles, Belichick versus Andy Reid, a game that featured the Eagles storming back late and covering despite a dominant performance by New England. Another game, Andy Reid can't really win the Super Bowl. Versus the Panthers, Patriots were minus seven, but a slow starting game that ended up being a wild matchup between the Pats and the Panthers that really had a ton of swing late, a lot of scores laid on. Patriots were plus 14 versus the Rams, the greatest show on turf that looked like a dynasty in the making, and the Patriots knocked them off to start their own party. I mean, take Patriots with the points during that game. But the first few of the Patriots Super Bowls, the Rams, the Panthers, the Eagles, you know, them were very, very low-scoring Super Bowls. But the over-under is 58. The point spread is going one and a half each way. You know, we'll have to see where it closes out. But thanks for sticking around. More action coming up.